Music and art are an expression of an artist's perspective on life. They shape our own perceptions of reality and help us develop an appreciation for the world around us. Connect with creatives of every nature to understand and deepen your connection to their work on the Evoked Podcast. Welcome to the Evoked Podcast. My name is Stephanie Welter. I'm a realtor with Keller Williams Success Realty, and I'm joined today by Allison Mahal and Van Isaacson. They are musicians that are originally from the Chicagoland area and have now moved to Nashville. So welcome. Thank you Thanks. so much for coming. Thanks for having us. So I'm going to start a little bit with your background. Yeah. You're from Lombard. Um, Lombard. You come from a very musical family. Tell me a little bit about your parents. Uh, yes, I have the best parents. Shout out to Rick and Sue. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom has worked at one of the biggest, um, longest jazz magazines, Downbeat uh, magazine. Cool. Um, for my whole life since I've been five. Uh, she's still there and they're great. And so she's just always surrounded me by music because she just brings it home from work. Mm -hmm. um, and she's just such a music fan. And so she introduced me to some of my favorite artists, Brandi Carlisle, um, always taking me to concerts, always encouraging me to sign up for talent shows. Um, and my dad is a musician. He was in a band in the 80s. He's always been a guitarist. Um, it's not his full-time gig. He's a full-time freelance videographer and ed or editor and videographer and oh, so that's awesome. yeah he has filmed and photographed my whole childhood in every music moment that's amazing it is i've been actually recently going through our home videos and i've had it since i he's filmed everything since i was born so and it's just filmed like professionally like it looks yeah. great yeah i was thinking about that for you like visualizing your future so like when you make it big and they're doing your documentary they're gonna have so my much dad content. will be directing the documentary for <laughs> Sure, he will be producing it 100%. That's amazing. <laughs> so, like, coming from a musical upbringing, like, first of all, I have to preface this by saying I don't have a musical bone in my body. My family does not. My mom is, I think, certifiably tone deaf. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> we just don't have it. What does that feel like to, like, just be able to bust out in song and have it actually sound good or to pick up an instrument and just be able to play it, like, describe that experience to someone that doesn't have that luxury. Yeah, well, I guess I take it for granted in a sense, but music, you know, because my parents are such fans and so supportive of my music and my music career, mm -hmm. it's just always been around me, and I've never given it a second thought. Like, mm -hmm. they bought, my sister and I, they wanted a piano in their home. My dad's dad, who passed when he was 12, Ooh. was an incredible, like, pianist, amazing out of this world, artist, just very artistic in every sense. So it goes generation. It goes, yeah, generation. I have, you know, his sisters are artists. I just, in my dad's side, a whole family of that. And Ugh. so my dad wanted a piano in his home for his family because mm -hmm. he grew up around it. He grew up going to bed with his dad playing piano at night. That's um, amazing. Yeah. And so we were lucky, you know, as a six-year-old, you're like, I don't want to take piano lessons. And yeah. like, you, you know are more appreciative now that I've had that. Yeah. Um, but it just gave me an opportunity to fall in love with the craft. And then it's also just how I got into songwriting. It's because I always, I learned piano and then I learned guitar and I was self-taught. Mm -hmm. um, and I just always had tools available at home 
to songwrite, even if it sounded terrible. Like, it was just, I had access to it, and I didn't even think of how lucky I was when I was a kid, but I'm so glad I had it, you know? So you were just immersed in it. It yeah. became just yeah. like the, the soil that you came from. It was just fun for me. I just, I genuinely enjoy songwriting so much. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but I, looking back, it's because I, I had those tools when I was a little one. And when you say you're self-taught for guitar, like, Explain that to me, because when I read a little bit about you, I saw that, and I actually took a note where I was like, how? Because I took guitar lessons for like three years in college, and I had blisters on my fingers, and I, you know, I'm clunking along. I, I couldn't, I still can't play like a basic song. Like, did you just pick it up and it felt natural because of your, your genes, or did you have to like read books on it? Well, no, didn't read any books. And I like to preface, I am no virtuoso. Like I play guitar out of, you know, to write and create and I can do it well live. Um, this guy is the virtuoso in any instrument. I'm gonna get to you in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad gifted me an acoustic guitar for my 12th birthday. Okay. Um, I so you didn't play before you were 12? No, but my sister died. I have an older sister, Savannah. Shout out to you, girl. Um, she's two and a half years older than me, and yeah. my, because she's the oldest, my parents put her in music lessons first, before, and I was just so little that I didn't start yet, but I would go to her piano lessons as a five-year-old and like be jealous that she was taking these piano lessons. She was learning guitar, and then she didn't become interested in it, but my parents could see the spark in my eye. They're like, okay, this kid wants to learn. And so my dad's a guitarist and he gifted me the guitar and he didn't, I don't think I would have to ask him, but my assumption is he just didn't want to put pressure on me. He just wanted me to run wild with it. Mm -hmm. So he gifted it to me. He's like, I am here, use me. I will show you the basic chords. Like he had a paper plate that he wrote all the charting on, like all the chords. That's so um, cool. I'm gonna show you the basics and then you just practice, but I'm here if you need me. But he didn't wanna, which I appreciate, be overbearing of like, you have to do this, you have to learn, you have right. to take lessons. He just wanted me to have fun with it. Um, that's the way so to that's, go. Yeah, that's how I learned. That's yeah. awesome. So Van, what about you? What kind of family did you grow up in? What neighborhood are you from? Oh, you're from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. I am. Like, like, you get yeah. people all the time that are like, Jack Dawson from Titanic is from uh, there. Yeah, he just me. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when I hear Chippewa Falls, I think of Titanic. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're from Wisconsin originally. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your upbringing. Uh, grew up out in the country in Wisconsin. Um, my dad was the musician in our family. Oh, um, okay. So, so both of you have musical fathers? Yeah, yeah. He used to do it. He used to live in Denver, and he used mm. to uh, perform professionally for a while. And really? Then kinda, yeah, and then I think he got kind of run down, and he became a school teacher. Okay. And For music? No, he a history teacher. So he's good yeah. at more than one wow. thing. How I'm cool like, is that? <laughs> yeah, so he went back to school, um, got his master's, moved back to his hometown and uh, started teaching at the school that I went to. Aww. Um, so yeah, we we grew up in the house he grew up in, or not really grew up in, but where his parents lived. Yeah. And he lived there throughout high school. Um, and yeah, same kind of thing. He just kind of had all these instruments laying around. Like I, I learned guitar on his old Harmony electric guitar. Harmony is so an cool. old Chicago brand. Okay. Uh, and. Yeah, they, they just always encouraged it, and uh, because there were so many musicians or uh, musical instruments laying around, I mean, I just 
go from one thing to the next, and, you know. Uh, I love focus it. Focus my ADHD kid energy <laughs> yeah. on, on anything. And, That's so yeah. great, you know, better than, you know, video games and like now with the way screen time has become, it's yeah. it's hideous. And well, I'm, I'm a, a fair parent bit now. of video games <laughs> okay. in my childhood. That's a good balance. So it yeah. didn't, you know, completely <laughs> save you. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's so cool to have like tangible artistic tools laying around for your children. Um, well, it's cool that you brought it up. Like I didn't I even, even think, think about it. Yeah, you know? so, something yeah. you grew up with. It's like, oh yeah, like when I, I'm having a tough day, I just go and play an instrument. And I feel oh. Amazing. You know, I must just get say, lost I, I got to reiterate how jealous I am of you guys. I think that's so cool, and you know, I'm glad that you're able to like reflect on it from the the viewpoint of someone that doesn't have that, because that's such an amazing escape. It must feel so good to be able yeah. to do that. It does. It does. I love it. Yeah. So. From Chippewa Falls, did you stay yes. there through high school and then you moved mm -hmm. to Chicago? Yeah, I went to school here, went to college here. Where'd you go? Columbia. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah, and I just say Columbia because then people will say, oh, New York. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago. Yep, one. yep. Uh, but it was great. I mean, I, I vividly remember, you know, cause I grew up in a, pretty much a rural Wisconsin town. Mm -hmm. And, um, just being dropped off on the curb in Chicago was like such a wild. Was that your first time. taste of like a big city? Well, I mean, we visited a ton of cities, but I never lived in a city. Yeah, you know, I always lived in the country. Oh so wow! It, I mean, I remember they drove away, and I was like, "Wow, this is." <laughs> I don't know anybody. I don't know how any of this works. You how know? exciting! But I mean, the six years I lived here were were awesome. Yeah, it was great. So, did you guys meet when you were both living in Chicago? Mm -hmm. Yes, I was still at Belmont, uh, which is a music school in Nashville. It's where I graduated. Okay. Um, but I was home for a summer, and I usually I used to waitress over the summers, and it was my junior year. Where did you wait tables? Um, shout out to a great local small business, Babcock's Grove House. It's a really phenomenal restaurant in Lombard and okay. I was it was the opening year for them so it was their first part of their first staff they had okay uh, so we got oh, to try all cool the foods thing. and mm. training and I knew the owners through my cousins and it's uh, Dana and Steve and they have now a couple restaurants in downtown Lombard and really quick like awesome. they've just done so much for Lombard and no, like definitely like I, that's what this is all about is community and that's why like me being in real estate that's why I do this is because it's all about shining a light on local businesses oh, yeah. people that are doing a good job people that are authentic so yes I'm interviewing you but the people that you are oh, brought up by are yeah. important too because it's all a yeah. net. that's why we're all here so. and I have so much pride from being from Lombard I love the town I love I'm so tight with my family mm -hmm. um, you know I grew up my best friends were my cousins grew up just not even a mile away from my parents house we grew awesome. up just walking back and forth to each other um, but yeah Dana and Steve who own Babcock's Grove House check it out they've done so much for the town I mean it, nothing was going on we had like our little candy shop which is amazing and like the library and Alicia Park which is beautiful but no no sense of community of like restaurants you know yeah. to go to on a Friday night and they are always packed like oh, they are cool. always on a wait list um they I'll open up check that out yeah they open up a tex-mex place called nacharita mm. they have a cocktail lounge next to Babcock's called lilac league 
Anyways, yeah. I'm so excited. I, <laughs> I'm like, my, I, I mentioned this off camera, but my one of my very best friends, Jackie, is from Lombard, and so uh, next time you're in town, I want to go there. So. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> friends night, date night place. Oh but my yeah, God. I was waitressing, waitressing with them, which I loved. Mm -hmm. um, but it was going into my junior year at Belmont, um, and so I wanted to do something. I wanted to go home and do something other than just waitressing. I wanted mm -hmm. to do something musically. I also just wanted to get out of Lombard. I wanted to meet new people in the summer, um, and I, I've just always love Chicago. It's still my favorite city. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. Yeah, I just romanticize taking the metro, going down to my big girl job. Like, I love that. I love um, Chicago, too. I know. It's the best. Yeah, <laughs> and so I applied randomly for an internship at this rehearsal space in Chicago called Music Garage. Uh-huh. Um, Heard of them? Yeah, local musicians go in and rent spaces to just rehearse with their bands. They have studios there. Um, touring musicians uh, go in and rent out the space when they're playing Lollapalooza, like things like that. Wow, so uh, like legit musicians are coming through. I'm yeah, like, local and big time. Um, that's really cool. And so the internship was basically just a front, <laughs> front desk job. But I met the first day of my first ship, Van. Okay. Um, and he was like, do you do music? What's, what's your story? And I was like, at that time, I, you know, I was doing music. I was doing a lot of cover gigs um, back home. I was, you know, met my community at Belmont of songwriters and musicians. But I didn't think of myself as an artist at that point. I just wrote really? songs for myself. I wrote songs of just like I want to play them live. Performing has been always my favorite thing to do. But I never thought like I'm going to do this for my career. I think it was kind of a back thought of like it could happen, but I would just need to be really lucky. I didn't know the work that was required to get there, how to even get there. Interesting. Um, yeah, so when I met Van, he was like, just without any pressure, it was just out of pure enjoyment. We just started um, collaborating and writing together. We wrote some terrible songs together. <laughs> that we still, any song I've sent Van ever of an idea, he just has on hand, which I didn't know until recently. I'll like mention, like, remember that terrible, terrible song we wrote like in 2017? He's like, oh, this one? And oh. then he'll play it. <laughs> so he has blackmail on me. That's amazing. Um, you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet. So that's what, you know, that's I love that toast, you, yes. you have to start somewhere. But yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. you guys have similar musical styles, or you did before you met, and it just kind of worked out? Or is it like a yin yeah. and yang type of situation? It definitely evolved together. We definitely have. Because like when I first started playing with mm -hmm. you, I was your fiddle player. Yep. Oh, you play the fiddle? Yeah, well, that's oh. what I studied. Yeah. Oh, so that's, cool. That, was, like, that is one of my favorite instruments. I've got some Appalachian roots, and so I don't know, it just hits me to the core. Awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were doing mostly country Americana stuff yeah. to start. Oh, and that's nice. kind of who we were listening to. Yeah. Bello, Brandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that, and we mostly do cover gigs. Yeah. So we do a lot of that stuff. We were doing like folk stuff, but then we yeah. also still like the same indie pop people. Like we totally. bonded over right. Haim, mm -hmm. the we sister group. Doing it. Yeah. And we were like, love this, but we weren't making that music yeah. until recently, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So mm -hmm. I actually listened to a lot of Haim to prepare for this interview. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I did because they're super cool. Um, yeah. And I also, I saw the similarity with you guys where they grew up in a musical family. And it's mm -hmm. just, to me, it's a whole different world. And I just, I can't get over, like, people just live like that. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, my dad has, like, a million instruments. And she, like, made a joke in one interview. It's like, we live in a guitar center. And he had a dream <laughs> about the three of them playing drums together. And, like, I watched some of the videos where they're, like, just, you know, 
drumming and like the energy and like oh it's it's well, so like empowering they did they, they did. Like, yeah. took it to the max I mean, seriously yeah. yeah i think it's so cool um and i think they've pulled out their parents at like their big shows before to like do cover yes. songs yeah yeah so cool so um you've met at the music garage you start collaborating are you guys like a band together or do you just kind of feature on some of her songs and you work on some of his like are you just starting to figure that out now man is like my right hand man in everything music and oh, so okay. he produces my stuff um we co-produce things together we're oh it's very collaborative he's not like this is how it's going to sound give me your song and i'll execute it it's very much like we just vision board everything together mm -hmm. um, and talk through of what we want it to be from the ground up which is very special and I'm very lucky to have that um, but yeah and he like books most of my shows he's just like I don't know you can speak on this but <laughs> <laughs> just do no I think it, it's always kind of been your band but okay like, like your name as the band but we've always yeah. been kind of like a band yeah together yeah you know? yeah because you mentioned that he was um the most formative experience yeah. of your life. Well, and then you mentioned in another interview <laughs> that you like found purpose when you moved to Nashville to collaborate with her. So I feel like th this was just like meant to be well, like the, musically. The, yeah. the cool thing about as unfortunate as the Music Garage experience was <laughs> as an internship and they were a great business. Good but, job, man. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. You, anyway. Um, when I took that internship um, at Music Garage, I, I was in a place where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. It was like, mm -hmm. I think it was like my second or third summer in Chicago, and I was like hitting a wall. How old are you at this point? Probably 20 something. Yeah. One, I think. Mm hmm. Yeah. And like. That's that age where you're just yeah, kind of man, like, you, you have like a like, vision, but no, like, you don't know the direction. Exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah. working like, you know, crappy jobs, like, okay, I hope music works out. And yeah, I just didn't know what to do. So I was like, all right, let me do something. Mm -hmm. So I found this internship, you know, it's something I could probably do because um, there's not a lot of musician internships. Yeah, right. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's really so many business. people clamoring for them too. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. So, but that's what makes it so special is like, I it was hitting a wall, went there, similar thing for you, you know, and then we just started making music together. And yeah, I mean, it, it's great. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, something about it, it's just, uh, it's, it's always, my favorite like band to play in that's yeah. awesome it's, yeah it's like your drummer jack mm -hmm. like we were talking about the project and he's like yeah just allison's songs make me feel something you know? oh wow and i think that that like i always go back to that that kind of sums it up yeah for me. I, I, yeah go ahead sorry uh, no i just was gonna say add on to that um i just we're very diy like if i can envision and i know you can't plan out your future at all and i'm not trying to but i just want to grow with the people I'm with and I want to all go up at the same like the same time and not leave anyone behind mm -hmm. like identify who's on your team from the beginning and then just move along with them is so that. important to me like the loyalty that Van and I have for each other like we're he feels more like a brother you know and a collaborative mm -hmm. partner um, and I just can't see in 60 years not doing it with him right. one because it's so fun and two because I just like I trust him so much and I know He's just on my team. And yeah. if I were like tomorrow, hey, I want to do a folk project and I want to play your fiddle on something, he'd be like, let's do it. So cool. You know, there's no like, <laughs> there's just no ego with the, in my community. And 
I just am, it's my favorite thing about the community. No one's like, you know, trying to one up each other. We're yeah. just all trying to support each other through it all, you know? That's so cool. So tell me a little bit about the song writing process. Is it, you know, laying on your bedroom floor? Is it sitting around kind of like a studio circle and you're writing together? Is it you each have your parts? How does it work? Yeah, so I self-write everything I put out. Um, oh, that's so cool. And I just do it naturally. It's just my, that and performing are my two favorite things about doing music. Um, and I've just always been writing since I've been little. Um, and I, yeah, I just love it. And I just take all my ideas to them. Um, they produce some, but I will say it's been really nice because I self-write everything and because I trust Van and our other producer and collaborator, Sam, Sam. Roller, who co-operates and owns Love Grove with oh, Van. Oh yeah, it's a whole nother whole story other, we'll get yeah, to. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to. Yeah, we will. But <laughs> I, I want to ask about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But when I bring things to them, I always ask for their honest feedback and I will say a quick story about Sam which I'm super appreciative is I wrote this song called Sorority Girl which is gonna be on my debut album coming out in the spring um, but yeah not over this yet yeah my album not over this yet and Sam was producing the song and I was just telling him I was kind of stuck and I think I finished you know the song but I was kind of chipping away at it, at it as we were producing it uh -huh. and he just gave me such good feedback and he was you know always honest and he was like I think this could be better I think you could do this this isn't like hitting me in the right way it should be and I took that and then it really helped me get my thoughts in order to finish the song is how it should be you know and That's I just so didn't cool. half-ass it you know I was like it's done it's good enough Sam definitely was like helping me get it there so that's awesome yeah so as far as like the influences behind your songs and mm -hmm. um, I know like so much of the music industry and songs are you know relationships and yeah. love and breakups and my sister jokes that I have a, a breakup kink because <laughs> I love <laughs> breakup music like to me I think some of the best time periods in my life are going through a breakup because it's such a, a shattered, vulnerable feeling, mm -hmm. but it's also super like empowering. And there's always like that flicker of like rising from the ashes. And yeah. you could just see it right now on my face, like, oh, like, yes, breakup <laughs> music. So I listened to like Super Ego. I watched your video. Mm -hmm. I, I'm obsessed with it. I Thanks. love the vibe of the song. Like, do you find that a lot of your music is based on breakups or love or relationships in general? Yeah, all my songs are just based, um, you know, they're just, I write them about what I'm going through at the time, mm -hmm. you know? I never really... So they're actual, like, personal? Oh, they're all personal, yeah. I don't think I could, I'm capable, I'm capable, but I don't think, I never have the intention to write something that's not about my life. <laughs> like, I just... Authentic. Authentic, yeah, I'm just writing what's happening to me and I don't go out trying to write someone else's story. Mm -hmm. um, which is also another beautiful art form within itself. But yeah, I just, a lot of it's breakup because it's what I was going through a lot, just being in your 20s and navigating dating. A lot of the breakup songs on my album and from my past DP Me Now are not even like, I've had two boyfriends in my life, you know, one in high school and the one I'm with now. And it's like all these breakup songs are like four month flings when someone like doesn't want to commit to you, you know, but, but you're in that like- the most painful. Oh, I've had the most painful heartbreak from yeah. them, you yeah. know, and you can't label can't conquer. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I'm finding now as I've been writing this album is that honestly breakup, yes, but it's mostly just a nav about navigating my twenties. Like mm -hmm. the title track, Not Over This Yet, is me 
all about me after college, um, after graduating and really feeling lost and having such a deep sense of community in college. And then immediately after, everyone moved away. They went to New York, they went to Colorado, they went uh. everywhere. And you know, I had a couple friends left from my core group, but I really had to start over um, in Nashville making community. And I was my first job out of college, which I love and I'm still at now, but it's always been work from home, which I've grown to love work from home because mm -hmm. it allows me to do music full time and mm -hmm. travel. But when you're a college graduate and, you know, in college, you're taking classes and you're seeing people on, you know, the lawn and in passing and you're seeing people constantly. And then to go nine to five every day, Monday through Friday, as a college graduate working from home and just being at your house, I was, it was, you know, such a battle. And it was mentally the hardest time of my life of feeling really lost and not knowing where to go next and not knowing my value or finding my people. Yeah. Um, and so that's basically the theme of the album is just that navigation through my 20s that I'm still on that ride. Yeah, it's, um, it's a culture shock. You go from like Belmont University yeah. where you've got this community yeah. and you're all growing together and it's like it's never going to end until it does. Until it does. Yeah, you can't. And you're, at, at the time you're like, oh, I'm never going to find. You're so, I'm so dramatic. You know, I'm never, <laughs> I'm an artist. Like I'm never going to find this same community again. And just everything happens for a reason, and you can't control anything. Like you know, Van and his girlfriend Leah, who's an incredible singer-songwriter too. I listen to some of her songs oh, too. Yeah, she has a new song, Mirror, that's out today, December tenth. Oh, okay. Um, so people should definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, I, I would never have guessed that they would. Van and Leah would move to Nashville, and we create this whole new community. Yeah. You know, this this musical community that's brought me, fulfilled me in every single way. Um, you know, so it was just a period. Everything's temporary, you know? Yeah. And it's so crazy how, like, strands from your past will weave themselves, like, into your future in, like, yeah. the oddest ways. Like, you know, me being here now even, you know, it's, like, a cousin of mine has weaved in because she knows you, and now it's part of my real estate journey doing podcasts. And it's, like, I've heard about you for so many years, and it's, like, <laughs> here we are. Like, here we the are. world is amazing. It's yeah. that, it, like, in the possibility is endless and yeah. the excitement about down. the future. <laughs> but in a good way, in a it's good like way. You, you need that in order to, yeah. you know, form your next project. You know, yeah. to, you know, what is your next voice going to be? And, you know, my, my personal favorite band is the Beatles and, you know, maybe a little cliche, but I, I just, I grew up on that music and the reason I like them is because every album has a different voice. You would never know it's the same band. Mm -hmm. Or even from song to song, you know, the, the Paul McCartney's voice, you know, going from one to the next, it's just insane. Yeah. And so like you were saying before, like, oh, maybe we'll do like a fiddle, you know, or like a, you know, whatever. It's You, yeah. don't, you don't know what you the don't future know. is going to be. And yeah. I feel like such, you know, strong positive vibes for your future because I've heard Thanks. your you know, potential from, you know, my friend Sue and my cousin Sue, um, who's a musician as well. And I, I know you're going to be successful. And I love meeting you at this point in your journey because I feel like we'll look back on this one day and be like, oh, she was a baby, but you're going to be a powerhouse. Like, oh, I, I just know that. That's really kind. Yeah, we're not doing this, right? Are we not thinking this? Is, this is like taking off. I feel like it's so exciting. Like, I love being here with you. Thanks. Um, so I want to segue a little bit into, yeah. um, you mentioned briefly Sam Roller. So how does he fit into this picture? Did you know him from Nashville? Do you know him from <laughs> Chicago? You guys have a studio together. Well, his, um, our story is pretty special. Like, he uh, got to know you. Yep. 
via uh, the song Mustangs. Yes, great EP. song. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorites. And we just kind of, in the studio, in passing, just kind of met briefly. Mm -hmm. um, but then we started working. Was this in Chicago at the Music Garage? No, or? this was all in Nashville. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so this is a couple years later. Okay. Um, and then we started working on the Me Now EP. Mm -hmm. And you wanted him to be the co-producer. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, yeah, let's let's work with somebody else. Like, we need to do something something new, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so we kind of became really good friends, and it was getting to the point where I was coming to Nashville so often that I was like, all right, I got to just make the move, get mm -hmm. down there. And thankfully, Leah agreed to come with me. I That's mean, that, great. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm super thankful for that. But anyway, we, we got to know each other working on the Me Now EP, and then it came out, and uh, he reached out to me and, and was like, um, hey, I'd, I'd love to, you know, keep working together. Yeah. And so we made a business, Love Grove Studios. Um, and so, yeah, we pretty much work on everything now. He's, like, become, again, how you can't plan stuff, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, moving there, didn't know what was going to happen. And now, you know, we run a business and we're, like... So cool. Yeah, he's, like, one of my closest friends. And know? so are you helping other musicians produce their music in the uh, studio as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah. We, we have, I mean... It's, it's crazy during the pandemic even like um we have a growing client list man i mean we're really busy which yeah. i'm super thankful fantastic for. Yeah. he's about to go full-time music wow yes. that's so hard to do to we used to talk about that that's like amazing. when are you gonna you know yeah man. and now it's happening yeah. good for you and it's so I mean, I know you, when you were at Belmont University, you took all of the internships you could, you know, management, production, PR, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah, everything. I think it's so important to be well-rounded in any industry that you're yeah. in, even though you know you're going to specialize in one thing. So you may yeah. be like the artist, but to know the ins and outs of how the industry works is so important. And then, like you said, you never know how it's going to come into place. And so now you're, you know, producing music when you, you know, you're also an artist. You think you're going to maybe make it as an artist, but now you're a producer. Who knows where your strong suit lies yeah. unless you dip your toe in every little part of it. Yeah. Well, and even your industry job yeah. ended up being the perfect situation because yeah. we can pretty much go anywhere yeah yeah you know without having to take off of work or anything I just, yeah. yeah it's great it's really great so you guys have toured together in chicago obviously nashville yep. boston new york city yeah um what was your favorite show that you've done so far Ooh. probably mine was when it wasn't my so far show, but I went on tour last the January January 2020, right before the world shut down. Mm. We went to New York and Van did just a winter tour on the East Coast, and he had me go to Boston and New York to do harmonies for him. And I have friends cool. in both cities, and I was like, I'd love to go. Um, and my favorite show was, I'd say the New York night where we met Linda yeah. Diaz. Um, who won the Tiny Desk concert, NPR's Tiny Desk concert, two years ago, I think? I think so. Yeah, but we met her that wow. night. Um, and we just, my friends were there, and it was just, I don't know, so far so special. That was probably my favorite show. Yeah, and it was a beautiful winter night. <sighs> yeah. New York City in and the winter. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That would be, I think my some of my favorites have been... Um, like the mayonnaise gig. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you say mayonnaise? Man, not mayonnaise. <laughs> the mayonnaise. I, I look like I'd be really big really cool into mayonnaise, but no, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
her dad throws these big, like, um, almost like Opry-style shows. Yeah. Where you oh, just a cool. bunch of artists come in, and there's, like, a core band, and we just jam out all night. Yeah. Those have been some of my favorites. Okay, that's I changed amazing. my answer. Definitely Manny's. Yeah. Because that's when we have all of our family friends come and play. And they're, like, big cover gigs, but we also play our originals. And my dad plays with us. Um, Sue Ambrose plays with us. She plays keys and sings. Sue is amazing. She's incredible. Um, and she's been such a champion of me, you know, to mm -hmm. pursue my artistry since the beginning. Um, our family friend Anthony Izzo, and it just feels like a jam. You yeah. know, there's people there watching, but we're just having fun. <laughs> Well, yeah, and there's no pressure with those yeah. shows. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love, like, the culture of just musicians, and it's almost like a gypsy vibe of just people picking up and yeah. switching off and mm -hmm. just bouncing off each other's vibes. Yeah. Um, Even in the studio, that kind of vibe yeah. works really well. Bring people in and yeah. just, mm -hmm. like, vibe on a song until something magical happens, you know? I That's love awesome. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I know that you're going to play for us today at least one song. I'm not sure if we're doing one or two. Yes. Um, before you do that, I just want to hear, um, I, I have my own ideas of this, but what do you, if you were to sum up your vibe mm. in like a sentence or two, like how would you describe your music or your, your being? I would describe it as authentic and genuine. Um, and also just has a little spunk to it, you know? Some of my songs are more indie pop. Mm -hmm. Some of them are more indie rock. I kind of, I'm in the midst of figuring out if I'm even going to define to a genre. So mm -hmm. many of the artists that I look up to in Nashville and even Haim, to me in my eyes, yes, you can define them as like, oh, they're indie pop, they're indie rock, but they're kind of genreless because mm -hmm. they just, do so much on their albums yeah. and they're not boxed in to anyone's sound. Like there's only gotta be banjo, there's only gotta be, we're synth pop group. Like my favorite artists that I love are just, you know, versatile and they just do it all. Yes. Um, and it's when I feel the most creative is when I feel like I can explore just different soundscapes of whatever benefits the song the most. Yeah. Um, but I would say, yeah, it's just authentic singer songwriter with a little bit of spunk in it, like mm -hmm. some rock in it, you know? Yeah, I, I catch that. It's so like when, when I speak to you, you're, you're very like soft-spoken and like kind of like low, calm energy. It's, it's very pleasant to be around. But when I listen to you sing, there's almost like a, a growl to it. There's like a passion yeah. behind you, like that there's, there's, there's definitely a fire in you that comes out when you're playing music that you might not necessarily see when you're talking to, you yeah. know, just one-on-one. -on -one. So I'm yeah. so excited to hear Thanks. you play. Um, what are you going to play for us today? We're going to play Super Ego, my new single. Um, I'm so, obsessed with that song. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned it, but I'm releasing an album next spring, uh, co-produced by Sam and Van. And it's called Not Over This Yet, which, well, we can't play that one because it has keys. But we'll do Super Ego. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it, it came out yesterday, December 9th. Um, but yeah, we're going to do that one. And then That's awesome. Yeah. I love the guitar riff on this, and your voice is just... Thanks. It's so unique. I think everyone's just going to love it right now. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm. All righty. Actually, move it back a little bit. Do Don't want to blow their faces off. Tune up a little bit. That's the song. 
And that's it. <laughs> so it's out on Spotify. <laughs> Listen to it now. We put this our heart and amazing. souls into it. That was just what I expected. <laughs> Are we doing it right now? Yeah, we're going to do it. I take it back. Whatever I said five minutes ago that freaked you out.
have goosebumps. <laughs> that was incredible. Thank and you. to have it come from, like I said, you're so soft spoken and like your voice is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for oh. sharing that with us. That was like, you know, to hear it in person, it just blows you away. I feel like very honored right now. Oh. Thank you for oh, coming yeah. today. Thank you. Um, so, you know, if you want to just give a quick shout out to what you've got going on coming in the future. I know you got yes. your album coming album. up. Any shows you want to promote? Yes. Um, so these will probably be passed once the podcast comes out. We're playing So Far Chicago this weekend, and we attend to play many more So Far Chicago. So I'll definitely let you know when we're back in town. Um, but we have a tour in New York coming up. Uh, a few shows at the end of January, the 27th, 29th, and 30th in all shows for, with So Far in Brooklyn. Um, and then we're just kind of planning out our next, our summer. So, you know, follow me on social media, Allison Mahal. Um, Mahal spelled like Taj Mahal. And that's where you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, all the social media platforms. And that's where I'll post where I'm playing next. That's awesome. Coming up. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us.